Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Fiona blossoms into a major hurricane with serious damage done to many Americans. New York rushes hurricane relief aid to Puerto Rico. We will be there long for the long-term recovery. I'm Sean Adams in White Plains. If you're going back to work riding the subway, worried about crime, the NYPD says. There is a narrative that's inaccurate, that's driving people's perceptions of how safe the subway really is. You may have noticed how close LaGuardia is to the water. A catastrophe happened there on this date. We'll hear in today's WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds and sound. Well, good morning. It's September 20th. It's Tuesday. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane. Last full day of summer on the calendar. And Craig Allen says we will feel the heat today before real fall weather arrives. Hurricane Fiona is strengthening into a major storm this morning, a Category 3, even stronger than it was when it walloped Puerto Rico and cut power to the whole island. Worried loved ones are here helping however they can and starting with the basic needs. Let's go to Sean Adams at a relief center. He's in White Plains this morning. Sean, what do they need? Well, you know, often when people feel compelled to help, uh, they, they instinctively start uh, collecting supplies, uh, things that they think people will need in an emergency. Now, relief organizations like the Red Cross and AmeriCares, typically they prefer monetary donations. Uh, and, and here's the reason why. Because uh, they, are, they have access to su- the s- supplies and they have the infrastructure to deliver things uh, like medication, bottled water, and, and other relief supplies. So really, it's, it, it, it's a lot faster for them to just do that uh, as opposed to collecting uh, physical items. Uh, now, the Westchester Hispanic Law Enforcement Association, this is a group that is uh, sort of leading the charge here in Westchester County. And what they're doing is, is um, they're, they're marshalling uh, their, their members and getting people uh, you know, involved, and they're vetting. Uh, different organizations to make sure that uh, whatever money is being donated, it's getting into the right hands. And, Sean, there's some help from the state of New York? Yes, Governor Hochul uh, spoke with Puerto Rico's governor. The first thing he said he needed was interesting. He wanted to know if we could send Spanish-speaking police officers to help respond to the needs of citizens. Well, New York State's going to do that. 100 Spanish-speaking state troopers on the way. The New York Power Authority is mobilizing utility crews. We know it's going to be a a Herculean effort trying to uh, get the power back on for people on the island. Uh, New York is also sending uh, drones to survey uh, the damage from above. Sean Adams, thanks. Mayor Adams has decided to end the mandate that requires private sector workers to get vaccinated for COVID. How soon? Let's go to Marla Diamond at City Hall. Marla. 
Uh, well, Paul, he plans to drop that mandate uh, later this morning with an announcement at 8.30. Politico, the first to report the news, that should come as a welcome relief for businesses trying to get their employees back into the office. The private sector uh, mandate was put in place during the pandemic by Mayor Adams' predecessor. The mayor is also expected to get rid of a similar vaccine requirement for students who take part in after-school activities after parents protested last week. Meanwhile, that mandate remains in effect for teachers and other city employees. The Department of Education fired an additional 850 teachers and classroom aides on Friday, bringing the total to nearly 2,000 school employees fired for failure to comply with the vaccine mandate increasingly struck down in court. So this morning's announcement is likely to generate opposition from those city workers who've lost their jobs for refusing to get the vaccines. Hey, Marla, what about the mayor's own vaccination status? So he will be getting uh, the new booster this morning, which protects against the latest strain of the Omicron variant. This comes a couple days after President Biden said on 60 Minutes that the pandemic is over. At an event in Washington Heights yesterday, the secretary for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Xavier Becerra, got his booster and responded to the president's comments. The president was reflecting what so many Americans are feeling and thinking, that COVID has disrupted our lives for so long. We've learned how to cope with this uh, virus. But make no mistake, people are still dying. And Dr. Fauci yesterday warned of another variant and more infections as we head into the fall. Marla Diamond on that story this morning. Thanks. You probably know by now that we are in a gridlock alert all this week for U.N. traffic, but you can notch that to an even higher level this afternoon when President Biden arrives in the city. He'll be flying into JFK at the same time most people are getting out of work. He'll be riding to Manhattan for a Democratic National Committee reception. So, as they always say, transit's the way to go. Speaking of which, people riding on Metro North and the Long Island Railroad may notice more protection. That story's coming up. Let's get the weather day ahead. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. We have sunshine for today. A couple clouds will mix in at times. And if you do have some fog around this morning, it seems to line up well in areas that had a shower or thunderstorm late yesterday afternoon. But it's very, very patchy. That burns away into a nice day. Highs a little over 80 degrees. Fair and cooler tonight, 60 to 65 with 50s inland. And tomorrow, even nicer. It'll feel even a little bit more comfortable with highs right around 80 and still with low humidity. However, on Thursday, we get showers and thunderstorms the first part of the day, followed by cooler temperatures. It'll be in the mid-70s on Thursday. Looks like it'll stay in the 60s on Friday. Currently in the city, it is clear. It's um, 70, no, 69 degrees, humidity 84%, and today's high will be a little over 80. And Craig, as people head back to the office, we expect to hear this morning from New York's Governor Kathy Hochul about the safety of New York City's subways. She'll join MTA leaders at the Corona Maintenance Facility for some sort of announcement. Steve Burns reports subway crime is much improved. There's an inaccurate narrative driving perceptions around safety in the subway system. In the of the NYPD's Kenneth Corey. The reality, he says, is much clearer. What I'm seeing right now is measurable, sustained progress in addressing these conditions. The crime rate in the transit system is higher than it was the past two years when ridership was still well down, but the numbers are better than they were in 2019. Corey credits a new approach on deployment. You know, when we see an increase in summonses for unsafe riding, we see that those summonses are up 68%. 
Well, they're only being written by officers on the train who are watching people. Quality of life summonses have also skyrocketed, up 160% compared to last year, says Transit Chief Jason Wilcox. We've written 1,100 summonses for public urination, 4,700 for smoking, 5,700 for drinking alcohol. In Brooklyn, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Riders are getting more company on the Long Island Railroad and Metro North. About 60 MTA police officers will begin riding with them on dedicated patrols starting in January. Ridership has increased to about 70% of pre-COVID levels. But the MTA says major crimes. We're talking murder, rape, robbery, assault. They were up last month 73% on the Long Island Railroad compared to a year ago. Officers will begin patrolling 5 o'clock in the morning on the Long Island Railroad. They'll be riding into New York City and making the return trip during the evening rush hour. All aboard for the Morning News Roundup on a Tuesday. It's the Tuesday Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane with your three things to know this morning. We are watching Hurricane Fiona strengthen into a Category 3 major hurricane, pulling away from Puerto Rico, where last we heard less than 10% of the island has the power back and only a third has running water. Number two, Brooklyn Federal Court is the venue today for the first hearing by Federal Judge Raymond Deary over the documents President Trump took from the White House to Mar-a-Lago. Judge Deary is requesting clarification on what actions Trump took to declassify these documents. Team Trump said last night it may not comply. Third thing, Texas law enforcement authorities are investigating how 48 Venezuelan migrants were flown from Texas to Martha's Vineyard under a plan orchestrated by the governor of another state, Florida's Ron DeSantis. Up next is our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for September 20th. Disaster at LaGuardia. U.S. Air Flight 2020 overshoots the runway and breaks in two in the water in 1989. Two passengers died as first responders jumped in to save the rest. They put on wetsuits, went into the water to get people out of that airplane. Survivors were helping others get out of the planes themselves. 2015. Why was it necessary to raise the price of Daraprim so drastically? Well, it depends on how you define so drastically. How about 5,000%? Martin Shkreli, Brooklyn-born hedge fund guy, bought a life-saving drug that nobody else made and jacked up the price so that few could afford it. At the time, he told CBS's Don Daler. Yeah, I could see how it looks greedy, but I think there's a lot of altruistic properties to it. Altruistic? Absolutely. In what way? With these new profits, we can spend all of that upside on these patients who sorely need a new drug, in my opinion. He's now in prison for securities fraud, has twice changed his last name. The Wall Street Journal says he was still running his business from Allenwood Federal Prison with a contraband cell phone. Parole was denied when he offered $5,000 for a strand of Hillary Clinton's hair. And one more fun fact. The Bloomberg News reporter who broke the story of his arrest, Christy Smythe, now says she is Martin Screlly's life partner. WCBS. 2019. Mayor de Blasio's presidential campaign is over. He just told MSNBC's Morning Joe. I've contributed all I can to this primary election. It's clearly not my time. Rich Lamb is now joining us live, and this, I can't believe, is a surprise to anyone, Rich. <laughs> no. no, this is not a surprise at all. Uh, the mayor's campaign just never caught fire. Here we go, Bonds. I'm heading for the race. 1977, the origin of the phrase, jump the shark. Look at that shark, Pops. When fiction goes too far. The Fonz on water skis jumps a shark, and it seemed the show Happy Days had passed its peak. This is September 20th. 
So that happened in 1977. When did Happy Days go on the air? Like in 1976? Uh, well, yeah, right around there, how I quick think. Did they, how it's, quick did they jump the shark? Uh, pretty, pretty fast, didn't they? <laughs> well, it took a year. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 